Welcome to today's Bible study. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining us. We bless God for his faithfulness. I hope our day um, has been great and not too stressful. I hope it's been fruitful. We bless God for his faithfulness. Um, please share the links uh, um, among your contacts. We are live on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Telegram, uh, and then definitely on Google Meet. So please uh, invite your friends and family. We're also live on Twitter Spaces. So just invite your friends and family to join Bible study. God bless you in Jesus' name. Shall we say a word of prayers uh, before we start? Father, we thank you for this morning, uh, this evening. Thank you for this day that you have made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for the things we are trusting you for that you are at work in it. Father, we say be exalted in the name of Jesus. As we go into your word this evening, we ask that you open our eyes, open our hearts, that we will get the power, the, the dunamis, the life behind these texts in the name of Jesus. We will not remain the same in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we've prayed. Amen. Amen. So, um, welcome once again. Uh, my name is Toluto Dada, and um, this is Christ Apostolic Church, Graceville. Uh, we have a physical church in Abuja, and we have a digital church, uh, which is definitely digital online, and um, it's global. So, feel free to join us if you reside in the city of Abuja, join us, and... Uh, if you're not in Abuja, at least you're digital, so you can join us anywhere you are from the world. Thank you very much. Uh, let's just go straight into the Word. Week 7 is our Bible study, um, and if you have the, the manual, it's on page 24. Uh, uh, the title is, Knowledge Shall Increase. Knowledge Shall Increase. Texts is from Isaiah eleven nine and Daniel twelve four. Isaiah eleven nine and Daniel twelve four. Isaiah eleven nine says, I'm reading the New Living Translation. Nothing will hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain, for as the waters fill the sea, so the earth will be filled with the people who know God. Other translation says, as the waters fill the sea, so will the earth be filled with the knowledge of God. I love this translation. It will be filled with people who know God. It's not just that the knowledge will just be there, but people will know God. People that people will bear that knowledge, will personalize, will, 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 will internalize that knowledge. And when people are moving, on the face of the earth, there will be people filled with the knowledge of God. This is going to be an interesting topic, trust me. Daniel 12, 4. Daniel chapter 12, verse 4. Verse 4 says, But you, Daniel, keep this prophecy a secret. Seal up the book until the time of the end. When many will rush here and there, and knowledge will increase. There, there, are, there are quite a number of, of things to consider here. Number one, 
at the time of Daniel, the prophecy of end time that he gave um, was to be a secret. Daniel was to seal it up. And then the Lord, the angel was telling him that there will be a time towards the end time that many will rush here and here and there. Uh, if you live in a typical met metropolis, uh, anywhere in the world, it's like people. It's like they are. It's like they are. People are just rushing everywhere. Closing rush hour, closing time, uh, 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 resumption time is just a mad rush there. And a number of people have also said that this means that there will be massive or rapid transportation all over the world. We'll see a bit of exegesis. We'll exegete this uh, verse uh, during the study and we'll see what it means. But it put an end story there after people rushing here and there. The last phrase of that verse is say, it says, and knowledge will increase. Okay, so let's let's go to the introduction. One of the popular end time themes that Daniel spoke about is the increase in knowledge. Precisely in verse 4 of chapter 12, the angel who was speaking with him instructed him to shut up the words and seal the book until the end, until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. It is no longer news that knowledge is power. And that, and that it is the driving force for various forms of advancement, innovation, and creativity that are evident in our world. I mean, if you remember some of us in those days, uh, most, most uh, public schools have the motto or the theme, knowledge is power. Knowledge is actually power. The more you know, the more powerful uh, you are. Um, and of course, knowledge drives innovation, like, like, like we've said. Knowledge drives technology. Knowledge drives quite a number of things in this world of ours. So knowledge um, is power. Just imagine a world without knowledge <laughs> and see the level of primitiveness that will have pervade the world. Knowledge is the possession of information, facts, ideas, truths, or principles. Then why, why, why are people gnostophobic? Uh, gnostophobics are, are people who are scared of knowledge. Uh, okay, I will see if time will permit me to, to get to the, to the roots in, in church history where the gnostophobics uh, uh, or sophiophobics uh, uh, originated from. Because people are scared of knowledge. Knowledge shall increase now. Some people, I won't be surprised if some people teach this as a scare tactic. Like, hey, be afraid of knowledge. People are, are scared to know. Especially Bible, Bible truths, Bible knowledge. Or, or tell them to go study. Tell them to go do this. People are scared of knowledge. Ah, this little one that I know, it is okay for me. I don't want to... When you know, when you know too much, you start doing this. Where, where did that come from? Let me, let me give you a bit. Uh, let me see if I can just... just say a bit about church history uh those of you who are who are theologians will definitely know this um, um 
there's something called apologetics. Apologetics is the defense of God or defense of knowledge or whatever, uh, 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 whatever. So uh, Christian apologetics is the Christian of defense of the of the Christian faith. So apologetics is just neutral. Uh, it can be defense of of a country, anything. So now there was a time. Um, there was a time apologists. I mean, there are apologists in the Bible. Paul was a, was a massive apologist. Peter. Uh, there were several uh, 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 apologists in the Bible, and from Bible you can you can do apologetics in two broad ways. Number one, appeal to their emotion. Number two, appeal to their reasoning, and both could be found in the scriptures. We also use both uh, these days. You see, in, in when we were younger, uh, 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 a number of people do evangelism in a manner to appeal to people's emotions. Ah, you don't want to accept Jesus into your life. You will be born in hell. Fire will burn you. You will cry. Yeah, it works. Some levels of people. But there are levels of people that those emotions will not work. So you have to appeal to their reasoning. Paul... There are several places in the Bible that Paul reasoned with them. If some reason, he reasoned with them overnight for days, appealing to their reason. Let's bring facts, bring philosophy, bring psychology. Uh, some of us have, have been to, uh, I've spoken with um, Scientologists. And there was a time I was, I was having a conversation, a very lovely conversation with some Scientologists. Scientologists are people who practice science as a religion. Uh, so science is their God. And I was telling them that it requires more faith to believe in science than it requires to believe in God. I mean, I was actually proving to them that they have more faith than me. For instance, you believe Charles Darwin. You've never seen Charles Darwin before. You've never seen Charles Darwin's brain before. But you have so much faith and belief in Darwin's theory, theory of, of evolution. Your faith is even greater than mine. Like, I mean, so those are appealing to reason. Now, in church history, there was a time apologists were all over the place. So it got to a particular age after a couple of hundreds of years. Um, philosophers, philosophers came to tackle Christian apologists. And because those ones didn't have enough to, 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 to counter those philosophers with. Okay, before that, there was a time that Apologies, the apologies now go to an extreme that people are now just interpreting everything with philosophy, with Christian philosophy. They are just all philosophical and things like that. So after a couple of hundreds of years or tens of years, some philosophers now came and countered everything they've been interpreting with philosophy. Countered it and the Christian fathers of those days couldn't have a, um, uh, uh, anything substantial to counter the, the philosophers with so they went back into their shell they stopped uh, 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 defending they stopped the apologetic way of of uh, uh, reasoning or emotion so they went back and said oh don't worry I don't want to know philosophy it is this my bible it's alright for me that was the that was the history of uh, I don't know anything the bible I don't want any other thing it's just because of fear so after another couple of hundreds of years so the philosophers in quote one for a couple of hundreds of years, after a few, uh, about a hundred years or 90 years thereabouts, uh, some apologies came up again. But of course, you know, that's 
calmness that's existed for about a hundred years it was difficult for the apologists that came up that could defend and could silence these philosophers it was difficult for them to to um be the louder voice in the church and that is what is happening till today that that mm, just do ah, i don't want to know anything outside the bible i don't want to hear it i don't is this only the bible says this that is it and nothing else that was the history so um and it's happening it's it's in the church today that people are so scared of knowledge people are scared of knowing when the bible says the spirit of truth is going to teach you all things and they're scared of knowing all things they're scared of knowing things um we shouldn't be we shouldn't be uh, uh knowledge is actually power and knowledge like we like it was defined here is the possession of information possession of facts possession of ideas possession of truths or principles so why should christians be scared of possessing ideas possessing facts possessing information possessing truths why should christians be scared of that if not that the devil has used that history that happened long ago a number of us they don't even know that that is why we we, we stand in that uh, uh, perspective or point of of view uh, god will help us in jesus name so knowledge is also awareness it is an awareness either general or specific it relates to all that can be known or that is known also it is learning that is understanding through experience or study knowledge is erudition information learning scholarship and wisdom knowledge can actually give you wisdom uh, people have defined wisdom to be apl applied knowledge people have given wisdom all sorts of names and all sorts of definitions beautiful so application of knowledge acquired is wisdom but if you don't have knowledge you can't be wise you can't apply what you don't know so let's stop being nostophobic or sophiophobic uh, scared of knowledge or scared of wisdom the lord has given all this knowledge for our sake god has given this knowledge for our sake for us to know that is why uh, 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 these things or this information are out there. So please relax. Go out there and be hungry for knowledge. Go out there and want to know, learn, and we'll get to how to balance all those things. We we'll get there in this scripture, in this um, um, teaching by the grace of God. We need to understand from the scriptures why God would allow all knowledge to be on the increase in these end times. Because that's another balance, another fear. Ah, if you now know too much, you go. You if you know too much, you start people that are scared of knowledge. If you know too much, you now start believing that Jesus is no longer the uh, is no longer the savior. When Jesus Himself eh, is the is the truth, Jesus said, "I am the truth." So if you now know the truth too much, people are now scared to say that knowing the truth too much will now make you to to deny the truth. How how does that happen? How? So let's not be scared. The level is just, and you know, it is the ignorant mind that is easily is most gullible. They said, if you think knowledge is expensive, try ignorance. It's the ignorant mind that is most most uh, uh, gullible. It's the ignorant mind that is that could be easily tricked. So get there, get out there, and learn and know. And God will help us in Jesus' name. 
So let's just um, go straight into the discussion. We'll skip some, uh, but we'll, we'll zoom into some others. Number one, some scholars say that Daniel 12.4 refers to the rapid development of travel, running to and fro, and technology. Of course, there have been obvious, tremendous improvements in these areas. So, you know, definitely now, uh, some people say that running to and fro is aeroplane, jets. Yeah, before, a journey from Europe to, to Africa takes three months, six months, uh, uh, on the on the on the ship, now you can get to London in six hours. Uh, you can get to all over the world. You can get to Japan in eighteen hours. These are very very far places. Uh, uh, I remember uh, Israel from Nigeria. Straight trip is about four and a half hours. I mean, in those days, you have to cross the Sahara Desert on the uh, camel or in a chariot, and you know things like that. So now. People are running to and fro the world. Aside people running to and fro the world, this information I'm sharing now, this is knowledge, this information I'm sharing now, is all over the world. You can just get it at the snap of your... You're getting it real time, real life. I mean, real time, live, uh, uh, across the world, at the same time. Live coverage of TV, you can stream live. Uh, there was uh, 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 the lady that just won... A cookathon uh, uh, yesterday uh, just broke the world record. Uh, Hilda, uh, uh, everyone was watching all over the world. People were congratulating her from all over the world, real time. That is people. So the running to and fro, uh, uh, people running to and fro or moving here and there, is not necessarily just about people physically moving. Knowledge is also moving real time, very quickly. There was a time if you publish a book here. In Lagos or in Abuja or in Kano or in Portacourt or in London, you have to physically carry that book to another place to be a bestseller. Oh, please wait! They are shipping it. Uh, our our publishing house is in is in Fra France, is in Germany. They are bringing it, shipping it down to Africa. It takes three months. But now you can publish a book and just turn it to an electronic book, and people get it real time. They get inf that access to that information real life, real time. So people moving to and fro is not, in my opinion, not just necessarily. Yes, the the transportation part is there. I even want to believe. I mean, there are there are there are vessels now or, or or transporting vessels now that are, that moves at the at the speed of sound. There is research going on on that. That the 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 the, the crafts, either aircraft or whatever, or I think it was a tube, moves as fast as the speed of sound. So I want to believe that if Jesus tarries in the next fifty to hundred years, teleportation will be a science that has been well developed. People can actually apply the science of teleportation. Before you think I'm I'm going crazy, let me just tell you the scientific part. Portal or ports or portal. Ports or portal is an entry. You understand? Uh, either internet internet portal is an entry. Uh, you see, when we do in, in university days, you remember those hostel people that stay at the at the enter, entry of the of the hall, they called portals. So portal is an entry. So transport is Gaining entry through trans, through land, transportation. 
that port is entry through trans, through land. Teleportation is also gaining entry, but through, when you say telescope, space, tele, space. Well, so it's also a science. We've not just developed it. And uh, 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 research says that the best of us, the best human that has ever lived, the br most brilliant of us, the greatest genius of us, has only made use of only made use of ten percent of his brain capacity. So most of us say we never reach the ten percent of what God put in this head. We don't, we don't know. We don't know the composition of man. We've not explored man. Imagine if an average human being can make use of 30% of his brain capacity. Forget it. It is see, innovation will be flat. So if 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 Jesus tarries in the next hundred years, I hope uh, well, internet, I hope internet survives a hundred years, and my grandchildren can listen to this uh 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 uh, uh sermon or this tape. And, and see that grandpa has predicted that teleportation will just be science. Everybody can teleport to anywhere. Now we saw, uh, uh, what's it called now? Hologram. Hologram. We saw that MTN advert of, of 5G that the lady, the man and the woman, a, a lady was uh, in another part of the world, wanted to get married to a man in, an, in another part of the world. And we're doing uh, video, video, video calling. And then before you know it, the lady appeared in a hologram and everybody ran away. Hey, witchcraft, hey, nobody uh, be this, and they ran away. So hologram is already coming that I can, my image can appear in a hologram. I'm speaking in another part of the world. I, I want to believe that teleportation in a couple of decades to come will be science. So people will move to and fro very fast. So part of what the Bible um, has predicted. Um, so, but yet, the knowledge being spoken here transcends that. But I want to, let's break that verse into two. I think I still, I still have it open here. It says, but you, Daniel, that's Daniel 12, 4. But you, Daniel, keep this prophecy a secret. Seal up the book until the time of the end, when many will rush here and there, and knowledge will increase. So, it's two things. Don't let's mix up the running to and fro or running here and there with knowledge being increased. Being increased, it's two things. There will be rapid mass trans transit or information transit. That is one. Knowledge will increase. That is another. Praise the Lord. So um, let us identify the kind of knowledge from James three. 13 to 18. So please turn your Bibles with me to James chapter 3, verse 13 to 18. James chapter 3, 13 to 18. If you are wise and, under and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life. Do the good works with the humility, with the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you are bitterly jealous and there's selfish ambition in your heart, don't cover up the truth by boasting and lying. For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual and demonic. For wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, 
There you will find disorder and evil of every kind. But the wisdom from above is first of all pure. It is also peace loving. It is also peace loving, gentle at all times, and willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy and the fruit of good deeds. It shows no favoritism and is always sincere. And those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of righteousness. So there are two major things, two major groups or two major uh, 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 types of knowledge. According to James 3, 13 to 18, we have the good or perfect knowledge, although this uh, uh, translation calls it wisdom. And then we have the evil or the worldly knowledge, uh, uh, which Satan uh, uh, gives. So the good knowledge, the knowledge of God, the knowledge of the truth, the spiritual, supernatural, pure, and godly, life-giving knowledge. That is what the Bible is saying here. That is what we should pursue. Don't let, yes, and the, and, and the scripture actually uh, uh, admitted that there is good knowledge and there is evil knowledge. So don't let anyone deceive you that once it is knowledge, it has to be evil. No, there is good knowledge. There is the knowledge of God. There is the knowledge of God. See, the Bible says, buy knowledge. Use your money to go and buy knowledge. With all thy getting, get understanding. With every all your savings, go and close down your savings account and go and buy understanding. So don't let people deceive you that, ah, no, just, once you just know small chocolate in your, in your corner, you are good. No, sir. Especially in this generation. If I one of my, my lecturers um, and, and mentor, uh, Dr. Adichino, he told us at the, at the seminary, he, he said, in 2023, he's an elderly man in his 70s. He said, in 2020, at that time, I think it was 2019 or 2017, uh, 2017 or 2018, uh, uh, minister must know little about many. You must have an idea. You must know little things about many things. You can't do that. It is, you can't do ministry now. Let alone 2023. That was 2019. There was no... Or 2018. I think we graduated in 2017 or 2018. There was no chat GPT then. <laughs> there was no AI generated voice then. <laughs> the, the, the AI was not... Was, was around but was not as... I mean, in our fingertips like this. As someone is telling you in 2023 that you should not, you should not seek knowledge. Uh, I pity you. <coughs> I pity you. Ministers of God, go and get knowledge. Go and seek knowledge. See, and you don't have to be a pastor climbing the uh, pulpit every Sunday to be a pastor, to be a minister of God. To be called into ministry and you are doing your ministry. I've preached about that before. We are priests and kings after the order of Melchizedek. Yeah, priests and engineers, after the order of Melchizedek, priests and lawyers, priests and bankers, priests and civil servants, priests and, 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 and tech guys, priests and entrepreneurs. We can do both together in 2023. Facts. You see, okay, it is well with us in Jesus' name. So yes, there is good knowledge and then there's the distorted or evil knowledge. 
and how does how do we ask here how can good knowledge be acquired proverbs 1 7 proverbs chapter 1 verse 7 just read one of those scriptures the fear of the lord is the foundation of true knowledge i love this translation the fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, according to NLT. KJV says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So how do you acquire good knowledge? The fear of God. Number two points. The knowledge David refers, I mean Daniel refers to is the spiritual, not the scientific. It relates to the insight given by the Holy Spirit to understand God's mysteries. Yes, I believe that. Habakkuk 2.14 Habakkuk 2.14 For as the waters fill the sea, the earth will be filled with the awareness of the glory of God. So, don't worry. The perversion may get all the, the same way the, 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 uh, the waters, I mean, the same way knowledge and all those things uh, people are using internet to spread all sorts of knowledge. We are still using internet to spread the gospel. We are still using Google to spread the gospel. Uh, 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 Zoom, uh, Facebook. We are using it to spread the gospel, Instagram. So, yes, the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the, of, of, of the glory of God. That's, that's, uh, that's one of the things. Um, Paul sees this knowledge as being revealed in his days. Okay, let's just read one of those. Uh, which one is shorter? Okay, First Corinthians two six to ten. Uh, Paul was was uh, Paul actually gave us a a more uh, a succinct uh, uh, a definition or explanation here. First Corinthians two six to ten. Paul was saying, "Yet when I am mature, when I am mature." When I, am, when I am among mature believers, I do speak with words of wisdom, but not the kind of wisdom that belongs to this world. You get that? Or to the rulers of this world who are soon forgotten. No, the wisdom we speak of is the mystery of God. <laughs> so that is the knowledge you are talking about. The mystery of God. That is his plan that was previously hidden. Even though he made it for our ultimate glory before the world began, but it was hidden. Even though that plan, that wisdom had always been there, it was hidden to our fathers in the Old Testament, but it's been revealed unto us. But the rulers of this world have not understood it and, and on and on. So that wisdom, wisdom that, uh, or the knowledge Paul was talking about here, is the knowledge um, uh, of, the, of, the, of, of the mysteries of God. Praise the Lord. Uh, okay, let's just go to First Peter 1, 10 to 12. Also talk about the increase. Uh, Peter was also talking about the increase of the spiritual knowledge. First Peter 1, uh, 10 to 12. First Peter 1, verse 10. This salvation was something even the prophets wanted to know. Even the prophets wanted to know more about when they prophesied about this glorious salvation prepared for you. They wondered what time or situation of the Spirit of Christ within them 
was talking about when they told them in advance about Christ's suffering and his great glory afterwards. They were told about, they were told that their messages were not for themselves, but for you. And now God, and now this good news has been announced to you by those who preached in the power of the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. It is also wonderful that even the angels are eagerly watching these things happen. So, the power of the people in the Old Testament, Holy Spirit prophesied through them, the Lord spoke through them, but it wasn't even for them. They didn't even understand. For instance, Isaiah prophesied that Christ will be crucified. Even crucifixion was not invented as a means of, of, of punishment then. At the time, see, ah, Isaiah, that man, I don't know where he stood in history that he saw his, his vision. His vision were thousands of years into the future. Isaiah predicted jets. He saw jets. He said, who are these that fly like those in their nest? Like, he, saw, he couldn't understand. So Isaiah predicted this Messiah being crucified. The Romans who were going to crucify him have not even invented crucifixion. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So um, Isaiah 11, 9, what does this simply imply? The knowledge here isn't technological but spiritual. Yes, the knowledge of the Spirit of God. So there's also going to be, if for, for, for like I spoke to ministers of God, there's also going to be, there's going to be actually spiritual knowledge. People are going to know more. You do, so you can't just, you can't just uh, bobo people or just appeal to their emotions now. In 2023, no, sir. Because the knowledge will be fixed. He didn't say, he didn't say the knowledge of, 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 of God will be among the ministers. There was a time, it's a death sentence to carry the Bible as, as a non-minister. As If you're not a pastor, you, cannot, you should not touch the Bible. There was a time in, in church history. It's a death sentence. They will kill you. They will burn you at stake for touching the Bible, for reading the Bible. People were burnt by the church for reading the Bible. It is well. <laughs> okay. So, um, okay, I think we are almost done uh, because of time. I'm watching the time. Until the end, that's, that implies that in the end time, the book of Daniel and its end time prophecies will be unsealed and unlocked for all to see. And this would result in many running to and fro to increase knowledge. Compare the running to and fro in Daniel 12 with uh, that in 2 Chronicles 16.9. 2 uh, Chronicles 16.9 talks about the, the eyes of the Lord searching to and fro uh, 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 the earth. I believe this is the first Google search or the first, the, the greatest and most advanced uh, chat GPT or Google search. The eyes of the Lord. The, the, the Bible talked about the orphanims, a, a, a third class of angels, the highest, uh, yes, orphanims, the highest class of angels who are just in the presence of the Lord and they are covered with eyes. It's just, they, they just search to and fro. Like the server is always live, it's always online. Like there's this is server, amazing server. They search, they don't just search to and fro, they, they search all through history, both past, present, and future. Searching, looking, looking. <laughs> so, so you can understand that it is not just um, moving to here and there. It's actually knowledge. The eyes of the Lord searches to and fro the earth. Knowledge. He knows. That's why we call him omniscient. The God that knows. He knows all things. 
Praise the Lord. Elroy, the one who sees. Eyes. Eyes. <laughs> eyes. He just see. Eyes. Eyes. And let me, let me use the 2023 uh, 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 language. You know, the, the, the prophets that saw in, the, in those days, they, they don't know cameras. They just see them as eyes. I want to believe that they are like cameras. They are like cameras installed in, in the past, in the present, and in the future together. Cameras just 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 watching highs. <laughs> Oof. Okay. Um okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, okay, let's just in the last days, God's knowledge shall fill the earth. The knowledge of God can be gotten by searching the scriptures and also by imbibing the fear of God. Meditation on the word of God guarantees knowledge. Joshua 1 8. You, they come, uh, popular scriptures. This word of the Lord shall not depart from thy mouth. Out of it shall you meditate day and night. Then thou shalt make your way prosperous and have a good success. So, uh, meditation. Um, then having a godly mentor. Yes. Having a godly mentor. That is one of the balances. Uh, when you get knowledge, uh, loads of fathers. People like us, I have, if you've been following me all these years, you know that I have plenty fathers. In fact, I'm a product of impartation. I'm a product of fatherhood. I'm a product of, of loads of, of graces imparted in, in him. I'm a product of several, several help. I've been, I was helped to, be, to, to get to where I am, to get to where I am. So there are fathers we speak with, there are fathers we pour out to. You need a mentor, a godly mentor. So that it balances you out. It balances you out. When you're about getting to this side, no, 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 come to this side. We were there. We didn't go. I mean, there, there was a, a, there's a, a particular father of mine. Anytime I go to speak with him, I get a book I must go and read. Because it, by default, we just, ah, in this book, so, 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 by so, so, I've typed it. <laughs> ah, this person said this in this tape. I know that I've got, I have to go and listen to that tape. Because he too has fathers. So, there are fathers that will, that, will, that will increase your thirst. That will make you thirsty for more. So you need a godly mentor. Don't you ever, don't get to that. Now the, the reigning slang is Edom. Don't become an Edom that doesn't, that doesn't have someone that can talk to. You say, well, your Edom has, <laughs> has chopped breakfast. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Okay, and the knowledge of the truth sets free. The Bible says you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So those who are scared of truth, those who are agnostophobic, should know that it is because they want to, people that, anybody that is telling you not to know the truth is because they want you to remain in bondage. Ignorance keeps you in bondage. Ignorance keeps you under, I mean, the truth is, I do tell people, internet is there for you to search. You are, go and learn. And it is people that don't know that are scared of people under them knowing. If you know and your people know, you will be sharing ideas. In fact, you bring one idea like this, they will turn it, they will tear it to pieces, they will turn it around, they will, pew, it will blow. You know, I don't know why people just want to just keep in their corner and keep doing things a uh, tiny, tiny way. God will help us oh, in Jesus' name. Okay, please, if you have questions, type it in the comment box. I will attend to them uh, individually. Thank you very much. Conclusion. Unlike the times, 
of the different Old Testament and New Testament writers. Moses started writing around 1400 BC and John completed his writings around 96 AD. When there were neither printing presses, copy machines, nor high-tech gadgets, when every part of the Bible was painstakingly copied by human hands. Let me, let me tell you this thing. You may not understand this painstakingly. Scribes, especially Hebrew scribes, you know how they copy? They don't copy word for word or sentence for sentence. No. They copy letter for letter. So if they're going to copy from this manuscript to a new manuscript, the verse for God so loved the world, for instance, they will look at this one. F, you copy F. O, you copy O. R, you copy R. Space, they lose space. G, you copy G. They're going to do it letter by letter. The whole of the scroll. Now, when they finish, they go back to the old scroll, count the number of letters one by one. Record it somewhere. Come to the new scroll, count the number of letters, not words, but letters, one by one. If this new scroll has one letter short, they don't correct it. They don't look for it and say, let me just correct it. No. They go and they destroy that, that scroll. They start all over again. Painstakingly. That's why you rarely find several versions or, or uh, uh, manuscripts of the Old Testament because the scribes were disciplined enough to, to, paint, to, to take that pain to copy. So, we don't know what God has done for us. We have, I mean, you can even scan now, scan and turn it to text. You can do a number of, you can do a number of, the, your phone, your, you don't need to scan, your phone can scan. Now, like you can convert to PDF or PDF to Word to anything now. You can even do text to speech. You can even be reading it to your, to your ears. <laughs> wow. Since the invention of printing press with movable type, by the German businessman Johannes Gutenberg around AD 1436. Ready access to Bible has become better by the day, giving more people better insights into God's words. Are you taking advantage of this? They will not be condemned in the end. Now imagine the people that had to wait. Some people, it is just the letter of John or one chapter of John they will have. Bible. And the church will be growing on that. Some people will just Isaiah. Some parts of schools of Isaiah. And that is it. The Ethiopian in Noko just reading Isaiah. That's all you we, we, we had. We have this whole 66 books. Are you taking advantage of this? You have concordance. You have a lot of information at the tip of your fingers. You have interpretations. Are you taking advantage of this? Are you taking advantage of this? May we not be condemned in the end in the name of Jesus. Quickly, let's take our prayer points. Number one, you say, thank you, Lord, for the grace to know you. For no one can know or come to the Father except the Father draws him. Let's appreciate the name of the Lord for the grace to know him. Father, we thank you for the grace to know you. 
thank you that it's because you drew us that we know that we can come to you. I, I, it is by accident, some of us by accident or accident of birth. We could have been born in, in, in Afghanistan or anywhere. We could have been born to call his parents and we never know the scriptures. But thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for making us to know you. Thank you for joining us to know you. In Jesus' name we pray. Ask God to deliver you from the knowledge that is not of God and can pitch you against the good intentions of God for you. Can we just begin to pray? Lord, Lord, deliver me from every evil knowledge, any knowledge that is not of God. Lord, deliver me from them. If you ask God to purge you from every, there, there are several bad knowledge that is that is that is screaming at people these days. You ask God to purge you from evil knowledge, from evil news, from bad news, from negative knowledge. You ask God to purge you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Say, Lord, help me to love you and pursue a deeper knowledge of you. Help me to love you, to pursue a deeper knowledge of you. Shall we just begin to pray, Father, in the name of Jesus? Lord, help us to love you. Help us to pursue a deeper knowledge of you. Help us to love you. Help us to pursue a deeper knowledge of you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Father, we thank you for this evening. Thank you for the word that you sent to us, that knowledge shall increase. Father, Lord, in this increase of knowledge, we take advantage of it that the, the knowledge of God in us will increase in the name of Jesus. You give us the power, the, the, the grace to keep knowing you more, that I may know him, that we will keep knowing you deeper and deeper and deeper. Lord, give us that grace in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you very much. See you next week, Tuesday. Please share this message across to your family and friends, all across social media. God bless you. Have a wonderful evening. Goodbye.